Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Hello, faithful listener. I hope you are ready to study the Bible with me because we've got a crazy story today. This story is amazing. I love this story. <laughs> it is very funny, kind of. So let's go ahead and read Numbers chapter 22, verses 21 through 41. So kind of a long little story here, but it's it's amazing. So grab your Bible and your cup of coffee or your cup of tea or your energy drink or whatever else you are drinking to get some uh, energy on this sleepy Monday morning. And let's start reading Numbers 22, verses 21 through 41. Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. God's anger burned because he went, and Yahweh's angel placed himself in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand, and the donkey turned out of the path and went into the field. Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the path. Then Yahweh's angel stood in the narrow path between the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel, and she thrust herself to the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he struck her again. Yahweh's angel went further and stood in a narrow place, where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel, and she lied down under Balaam. Balaam's anger burned, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Yahweh opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have mocked me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would have killed you. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey, on which you have ridden all your life long until today? Was I ever in the habit of doing so to you? He said, No. Then Yahweh opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw Yahweh's angel standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell on his face. Yahweh's angel said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out as an adversary, because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned away before me these three times. Unless she had turned away from me, surely now I would have killed you and saved her alive. Balaam said to Yahweh's angel, I have sinned, for I didn't know that you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will go back again. Yahweh's angel said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you shall only speak the word that I shall speak to you. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to meet him in the city of Moab, which is on the border of the Arnon, which is in the utmost part of the border. Balak said to Balaam, Didn't I earnestly send for you to summon you? Why didn't you come to me? Am I not able to indeed promote you to honor? Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I have come to you. Have I now any power at all to speak anything? I will speak the word that God puts in my mouth. Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiriath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and sent to Balaam and the princes who were with him. In the morning, Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, and he saw from there part of the people. 
So if you guys did not listen to Friday's episode, I definitely recommend going back and listening to Friday's episode. And I probably should have said that at the beginning of this episode, but I didn't. But I recommend listening to Friday's episode if you haven't, because then you're going to have a good understanding of what is going on here. This is kind of like part two of the last episode that we did. So anyway, Balaam now is going to meet Balak. And we talked about how Balaam was definitely wrong to go to Balak, how God's will was against this. But then God agreed that Balaam could go, basically. And Balaam wanted it. Balaam really wanted to go. You can tell just by the way he was talking to the princes. You could tell by the fact that he really did want to, you know, give his profiting services for hire. And even here in verse 21, Balaam rose up early in the morning. (laughs) He was ready to go. Like he was excited because this king, this Moab king was very, very prosperous. I mean, the Moabites were very prosperous people. So this king would have been able to give Balaam a lot of honor, a lot of riches, a lot of wealth. And Balaam desperately wanted that. So, of course, Balaam wanted to go. And this was against God's will, even though God had said Balaam could go. And you might be wondering how that could possibly be. But God was very clear from the beginning that the Israelite people were blessed. He did not want Balaam going and cursing the people. So he told Balaam from the very beginning, no, you're not going. And Balaam was just like, well, why not? (laughs) So God gave in and God was like, "Okay, you're going to go, but you're going to do only what I tell you to do. So I wonder where Balaam's heart was in all of this, because it definitely would have been easier for Balaam to stay at home. Like, I'm just going to throw that spoiler out there to begin with right here. It would have been so much easier for Balaam to stay home. But Balaam wanted that honor. He wanted the wealth. He wanted the stuff that would come with going with these princes. He wanted it. And so I I do wonder where Balaam's heart was because I almost wonder, had this angel not stood in Balaam's way and God would have just allowed Balaam to go, I wonder if Balaam would have just cursed the people at the end. I almost feel like this was a wake-up call to Balaam that he better do what God has him do when he meets this king. Because the king wanted him to curse Israel. He was scared of the Israelites. Balaam probably wanted to curse Israel too because then he'd get the money. But that was not what God wanted Balaam to do. God wanted Balaam to bless the people. Rather, no, he wanted Balaam to not even go. That was what God wanted. But now that Balaam was on his way, clearly with the wrong heart because we see he had the wrong heart because that's what the angel says. Here's what the angel says. Uh, Yahweh's angel said to him in verse 32, behold, I have come out as an adversary because your way is perverse before me. So Balaam's heart was definitely wrong. And so a lot of people are like, oh, well, why did God allow Balaam to go if he didn't want Balaam to go? Well, God often allows us to do things that, uh, he doesn't necessarily want us to do. He, he allows us to do that. We have free will. We have free will. Balaam clearly wanted to go. I mean, there's no doubt about that reading through this. And I think there's actually a verse um, in Second Peter that talks about Balaam and how Balaam's heart was corrupt. That's what it was. Pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a verse that says that that talks about Balaam. But here in verse 
21, Balaam rises up early in the morning, saddles his donkey, and goes with the princes of Moab. So he was excited. So now God's anger burned because he went. God was mad. He was mad at Balaam because Balaam, A, disobeyed initially, and B, clearly wanted something that was contrary to God's will. Definitely did. And since ba- uh, since Balaam was a prophet, God was going to judge Balaam harsher than the average person. That is very clear s- through scripture. If you are a leader of some sort, if you are a prophet, you are going to be judged harsher. I talk about that all the time on this podcast because God wants you to accurately communicate his will. And if you understand his will and choose to do the opposite of it, that's really bad. (laughs) And Balaam understood God's will pretty clearly. He did. But anyway, Balaam's excited to go. So he goes on his donkey and God is angry just by the lack of care that Balaam has about anything other than himself. So Yahweh placed the angel there, or rather Yahweh's angel placed himself, I should say, in the way as an adversary against him. So this angel was standing there in the field ready to kill Balaam. But he doesn't kill Balaam. He was going to wait until Balaam passes by. And this donkey that Balaam was riding on was the one that could see the angel. To me, that's fascinating. Either God gave that donkey eyes to see the angel specifically so that Balaam would wake up and not do what he was doing. Or this donkey just was smarter than Balaam. <laughs> I think if you read the, the King James Version of the Bible, the literal word is, and the dumb ass spoke. <laughs> That's what's really funny about this. Like, okay, the donkey was smarter than Balaam during basically all of this. So this prophet who is supposed to understand God's will can't see this angel this adversary standing in front of him, but the donkey can. The donkey didn't want this angel to strike them down. So the donkey, first and foremost, goes off the path is what what it says. The donkey saw the angel standing in the way with his sword drawn. (laughs) So the donkey turned out of the path and went into the field. And Balaam beats his donkey over this to turn her back onto the path. So... Balaam's a jerk. Like, let's be honest. Like, he's acting like a total loser. I mean, he strikes his donkey that hard, you know, and he did it three times. So anyway, he turns the donkey back onto the path and Yahweh's angel then moves <laughs> in front of them. And he, the angel stood in a narrow path where there was like a wall on either side of them. So there was like some sort of alley. It sounds like they were going down. And there was not a lot of room. The angel was standing there in the middle of the alley. So the donkey gets so close to the wall to try to get around the angel that she crushes Balaam's foot against the wall. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know if you guys have ever ridden a horse before, and I swear they do it on purpose. All the horses I have ridden, I don't know if they just hate having somebody on their back or they just don't like me. I don't know. They always crush my feet. I'm not joking. They truly try to like crush your leg against a tree. 
That happens to me every time I almost every time I ride. And uh, I, I've ridden quite a bit over the past couple of years and I've learned I just have to wear really good thick boots. <laughs> but horses do that, I'm telling you. But anyway, this donkey crushes Balaam's foot against the wall and it hurts. It hurts really, really bad when that happens. So I don't know what happened to Balaam's foot. Maybe it was he was limping after all this, but he strikes his donkey again. So then after this, Yahweh's angel went on further after that happened and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn to either the right hand or to the left. In other words, now the angel is such uh, on such a narrow road that there's no way to get past the angel. So the donkey just lies right down. She's not going near that angel. She lies down and it says here, Balaam's anger burned and he struck the donkey with his staff. So now he's like full on beating this poor donkey for trying to save his life. Like this is showing how, I, I don't even know how twisted Balaam was at this point that this donkey had more insight onto who God was than Balaam did. And I really don't think it's a coincidence that this is a donkey. <laughs> I, I don't see this as an, a coincidence that, um, you know, donkeys are considered to be very stupid animals and uh, it's an insult for people. But um, yeah, this is just showing how corrupt Balaam had become that this donkey had more insight onto who God was than Balaam himself, the prophet. So now Balaam's anger burns and he strikes the donkey with his staff. He beats the donkey, beats the crap out of this poor donkey. So now Yahweh opens the mouth of the donkey because this was so wrong what Balaam was doing. Yahweh opens the mouth of the donkey and says to Balaam, what have I done to you that you struck me these three times? So Balaam said to the donkey, <laughs> he just like doesn't even miss a beat. He's just like, okay, my donkey's talking now. Cool, whatever. And he answers the donkey. And this is how enraged Balaam was. He was, and, and this is so clear here that how enraged he was. Because he says, if there was a sword in my hand right now, I would have killed you. This is how absurdly stupid Balaam had become. Like, let's be honest here. He was about to kill his donkey over this. And I mean, even so, like, even if this animal had not seen this, this uh, angel, none of these things were something to get that angry about. Like, it, it just wasn't. Animals are going to be animals. I mean, when a horse crushes my foot against the, the tree, I don't get angry to the point where I want to beat the horse. I'm just like, what are you doing? Why did you do that? And if the horse would just sit down underneath me, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Like, to me, none of these things were anything to get this upset about. So this shows what kind of a heart Balaam really had. I mean, he was just an interesting person that could commune with God. He was a prophet of some sort. But yet this is this is who Balaam truly was, this animal abusing, corrupt human being that uh, doesn't even notice when his donkey starts talking to him. <laughs> he doesn't freak out or anything. So the donkey answers Balaam 
Am I not your donkey which you have ridden on your entire life long until today? Was I ever in the habit of doing this kind of thing to you before? So Balaam answers the donkey, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. This this entire this entire story is just a it's a trip. So this donkey asks Balaam a very logical question to the point where she has more logic than Balaam does. She's like, I have been your donkey for your entire life. So Balaam must have been kind of young. I don't know how long donkeys live for, but I don't know. But she asks Balaam, did I ever do this kind of thing for you, to you before? Why did you not think that there was something wrong here? Aren't you a prophet, basically? Why did you not see the the like that there was something wrong? So now Balaam starts thinking about this and it says now Yahweh opened the eyes of Balaam that he saw Yahweh's angel standing in the way. So Balaam starts thinking about this and God opens his eyes now. Now his heart is maybe softer because of what the donkey said to him. I don't know that he was now able to receive, I, I guess, the eyes to see this angel standing in front of him. He sees Yahweh's angel standing in the way because God opens his eyes and with the sword drawn in his hand. So now Balaam bows his head down and falls on his face. So Balaam basically uh, prostrates himself. He gets down into like the lowest position he can get into. So Yahweh's angel says to him, why have you struck your donkey these three times? So he yells at Balaam, for striking his donkey. And not only does he yell at Balaam for striking his donkey, he says that the donkey was smarter than Balaam. I have come out as an adversary because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned away before me these three times. <laughs> Unless she had turned away from me, surely now I would have killed you and saved her alive. He's like, I was going to save the donkey but I was going to kill you. So now Balaam says to Yahweh's angel, I have sinned for I didn't know that you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will go back again. Wow. Balaam's a, just a, a crazy guy. If it displeases you. Okay. This is definitely something that displeases God very clearly. And yet Balaam says, if this displeases you, I will go home. Uh, like just th this response is just crazy to me. So and, and it's almost like he kind of makes an excuse here for himself. Also, I have sinned for I didn't know that you stood in the way against me. I don't know. Balaam's response is just kind of funky. It just seems sort of wrong, I suppose, just because first and foremost, yes, he sinned, but he shouldn't be making an excuse for that sin. And also, he should know at this point that this is displeasing God, what Balaam is doing. So now Yahweh's angel says to Balaam, go with the men, but you shall only speak the word that I shall speak to you. So why did God allow Balaam to go? Because, honestly, I think because of that response that he had, if it displeases you, I will go back again. It is very clear that Balaam kind of has his heart set on going, is what it sounds like to me. So God just allows him to go again. And Balaam could have just said, I'm going to go home. I'm sorry, I sinned. Like, that's what he could have said. And maybe the angel would have been like, okay, go home. And it would have saved Balaam a lot of hurt. <laughs> it just would have. 
But God once again permits Balaam to go ahead. Clearly, none of this got through to Balaam. I don't know. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to meet him. And it says that Balak says to Balaam, the king, Balak, says to Balaam, why didn't you come the first time I called you? You know, I I was going to give you so much money and, you know, fame and fortune and whatever else. I was going to promote you to honor is what it says. So Balaam says to Balak, well, I've come to you now. So here I am. But I can only say what God tells me to say. He says, I don't have any power to speak anything. I will speak the word that God puts into my mouth. So now Balaam and Balak begin their, I suppose, ascent onto this mountain to look at the people of Israel so that Balaam can either begin to curse or bless the children of Israel depending on what God says. And I mean, we already know that God is going to tell Balaam to bless the people. And Balak isn't going to like that too much. So we're going to finish this out. I think there's two more chapters of Balaam. And we'll finish this out. Join me on Wednesday for another episode regarding this story. And you know what, faithful listener, I'm so excited about this devotional that I am writing about um, Advent for teenage girls. So Advent is coming up. Christmas is coming up, as crazy as that sounds. Christmas is coming up. So keep updated on that. If you know any teenage girls that need an Advent devotional, make sure to give it to them for Christmas. Or if you know anybody that leads a girls group that needs a devotional for their girls group, this might be a great one to do for them over Christmas. So stay updated on that. Go over to facebook.com slash p40ministries and hit that little like button so that you can be following P40 Ministries over there and everything that I'm doing with the new devotional as well. But you know what, friends and faithful listeners, I really hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and that you are blessed. So happy listening and God bless. Oh,